Hey y'all, and welcome to Sunday Fun Day, where every episode, this husband and wife give you the scoop on a different ice cream flavor. I'm your King Cone, Marcelo Goldberger. And I'm your ice queen, Carolyn Crow. Today we are tasting and talking about Van Leeuwen Earl Grey ice cream. Mmm, pip pip, but first, uh, <laughs> ice cream social, where we dish about what's going on with us. Carolyn, what's happening with you? Pip pip pip. <laughs> Uh, what's going on with me is for the last couple of months, I have had a new day job, which I haven't really talked about on the pod yet because mm. it, it seemed too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want it to be a mirage in the desert that just disappears. Yeah. I was afraid it would go away, but no, it's, it's a real thing. And, uh, I, I'm working at the Jacques Pepin foundation. Oh, we. Oui. Ah, uh, we oui. and uh, it's it's just been so so great being back closer into the food world, but now with like a nonprofit spin on things. You know, I had been trying for a while to find something in the nonprofit space, mm, oui. and uh, yeah, it's just been really really special. Uh, getting to know the foundation and their mm -hmm. mission, and getting to be a part of it. You know, I've really seen, I've seen the difference and I think it's a wonderful thing. You definitely seem very oh. happy there. I am. Yeah, it's, it's been great. Haven't gotten to meet Jacques yet, but I got my fingers crossed. Ooh, you know, you've seen him though. Oh, he, he's jumped on a call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, as the executive director of the foundation, Raleigh says, uh, whatever you think about Jacques and how amazing he could be, he is. So you love mean, to hear it. Meet your heroes, everybody. <laughs> yeah, nothing could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Jacques. Yeah. So yeah, the mission is all about like culinary education and life yeah. skills training for adults with barriers to employment. And I just think wow. that's, it's such a, a noble mission and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. And that's something you really do believe in. That's I know that's that's mm -hmm. true to you as a person. So that's super double excellent. Yeah, check, it is. Check it and is. check. Yes. Thank you. That's it. That's I, that's just something that I hadn't really mentioned before. Although yeah. I think I've probably thrown up clues on the Instagram. So uh, yeah, if y'all aren't following us on Instagram, that's Sunday with an E and Fun Day with a Y. Yeah, I guess I need to say the name of it: Sunday Fun Day Podcast it on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's been leaving the breadcrumbs. Actually, this is the first time she's told anybody, including me. She's just been leaving little breadcrumbs week after week. There's been an AR experience. If you download the app, <laughs> QR code scattered around the city. But um... what about you? What's going on with you? So as mentioned previously, as I went to a bachelor party, that means I'm getting ready for a wedding. And that would be mm. Travis's wedding. My good mm -hmm. friend Trav will be going to his wedding soon. But first, I got to fit into a suit. So I tried on a suit I've had for a while and haven't tried for quite a few years. Yeah. And uh, it like, it's, it's a little tight. It's yeah. a little tight. So yeah. I've, been, I've been getting back on one of my old um, training regimens mm -hmm. and doing like a 30-day challenge. And that's just doing work out at home because I don't have the time or the money for a gym. So <laughs> I just fit it into my day where I can just do yeah. some push-ups and crunches and a little bevy of stuff so that's been good it's been nice to feel especially with mm -hmm. all the ice cream we eat now it's good mm -hmm. to have a little something something to, to help out 
Yeah. And as usual, the results are immediate. So that's great. You you do already fit into the suit again. I do. It's still tight. It's yeah. not <laughs> as tight as it was before. I think I've lost like two pounds in two weeks. So a pound it's per huge. week, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it plateaus eventually, but I'll I'll keep on keep on trucking with it. I mean, we're still eating giant bowls of spaghetti and macaroni and cheese. All of our meals are pasta or rice oh, based. <laughs> I will not be changing my diet whatsoever for this. No, 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 no. This no, no. is merely exercise. <laughs> All right. So let's go over some ice cold facts about Van Leeuwen Earl Grey ice cream. Carolyn, what do you have for us this time? Oh, my goodness. So my mom fully called me out for not doing my homework on the last couple of episodes. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Thanks for listening, though. <laughs> and admittedly, we've been in the car and, you know, the kids are like, we want to listen to the podcast. It's been a while. And we listen to a couple. It's like, oh, yeah, that's there's a couple in a row. Whoops, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> when you record them out of order sometimes or, you know, a little bit further apart, like it sometimes you lose track of what you're saying or not saying week to week. And then you're well, like, uh, OK, the hot tip from friend of the pod Maris is just stop pointing it out. Uh, yes that's also my tip <laughs> anyway I did a lot of homework this Ooh. time to make up for my laziness of the past I don't know <laughs> no you have uh, a new job you've just been concentrating so hard on that you just haven't had the time there you go yes that's it that's it got it <laughs> so I am going to tell you a bit about Earl Grey Earl Grey is a tea. Oh. It is it is a tea blend, typically black tea, mm-hmm. that has been flavored with oil of bergamot. You know what bergamot is, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did I don't have a joke for that. I don't. I don't know what no. bergamot is. <laughs> so bergamot is a kind of sour orange. Hmm. It is less sour than a lemon and more bitter than a grapefruit. Hmm. Which, well, what is it relative to a kumquat? Uh, well, a kumquat is a tiny little orange, so I guess it's related. Hmm. Um, so the oil is extracted from the rind of the bergamot citrus. Okay. Uh, and it is distinct from, there's like a type of herb that's called bergamot or bergamint. That's, that's different. The hmm. herb bergamot has nothing to do with the tea. Okay. So. That's like they get confused with each other all the time. It's like, no, that's not me. Right. (laughs) My goodness, stop. Well, you would think that a tea blend would have the herb in it, but that is not the case. This is is an essential oil from citrus. Mm -hmm. So Earl Grey, the name as applied to tea, is not a registered trademark. And numerous tea companies produce their own versions of Earl Grey tea using a wide variety of tea leaves and additives. Mm -hmm. So... Earl Grey, almost always made using black tea, but other varieties such as green or oolong tea are sometimes used experimentally. The earliest reference to tea flavored with bergamot is from 1824. Mm -hmm. But at that time, it was considered a cheap and easy way to cover up the poor flavor of low quality teas. (laughs) So when they started doing this blend, it was sort of like, hmm. Your tea is tacky. Yeah. There are many stories and legends surrounding the origins of the blend and the name Earl Grey. Sure. Most of these legends have been debunked. 
Yeah, sure. So they pretty much all involve Charles Grey, the second Earl Grey, who was the prime minister of England in the 1830s. Some say that he was a fan of the bergamot scented blend, although that is unlikely since it was associated with bad tea. Right. Yeah. And of course, the prime minister wouldn't like bad tea. Never. No, never. Some people like the Twinings website of tea brand Twinings, Twinings, Twinings. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they claim well, we, that I've, I've, we've had it around forever. So yeah. And my mom always bought Twinings. So Twinings. Twinings, Twinings. We don't know. So they claim on that website that one of Charles Gray's employees saved the son of the Chinese Mandarin from drowning. And the Mandarin made a gift of the bergamot-scented tea leaves to the Earl in way of thanks. No way. <laughs> so that's been debunked based okay. on dates and geography and all kinds of fun historical stuff like that. Yeah. You know what's really fun. What's fun? Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, 100%. Specifically, Star Trek The Next Generation. Right, Ooh, baby. Okay. That's the stuff. Captain Jean-Luc Picard, as portrayed by Patrick Stewart, was known for having a fondness for Earl Grey and typically ordered it hot. He was very- Of course he would. Come on, <laughs> get out of here, Picard. He was very accustomed to the taste and could tell the difference between Earl Grey and other teas, such as mm -hmm. Darjeeling. Mm -hmm. People, he, there are specific instances of Earl Grey coming up in Next Generation many times throughout many episodes i'm ready to watch it let's do it okay let's do the run it i've <laughs> i've watched very few as, as nerdy as i am i've actually watched very few episodes of tng so i'd be i'm ready for it like it's i in feel here. like i've seen it more than you have but that's you, just because absolutely. my my mom watched it when i was a kid yeah and because it's a great show i mean yes fantastic no it's it's definitely i don't know i was just more of a star wars kid um mm. i didn't have anything against star trek i was just more into that kind of sci-fi but um, mm -hmm. I'm all I'm all for the track yeah so it's possible that the reason that they made this a thing for Jean-Luc Picard is the modern uh vibes that people get from Earl Grey are it's it's sort of associated with posh people so it yeah. went from being the low class way to cover up your crummy tea leaves to now being like oh excuse me you're drinking Earl Grey yeah so that could be why they they gave it to old Jean-Luc Picard uh and that's everything I have to tell you about Earl Grey tea let me speak very briefly about the earliest reference to Van Leeuwen Earl Grey tea okay I found a tea blog from 2010 that is how I'm going to carbon date when they introduced this Earl Grey flavor yeah uh, back then i believe van leeuwen was still just an ice cream truck in brooklyn okay maybe folks remember from the van leeuwen cookies and cream episode uh they started out with their butter yellow ice cream truck on the streets of brooklyn and then expanded mm -hmm. into the other boroughs and now they've gone nationwide with almost 50 shops in seven states um but they pretty much just focus on their wholesale business yeah. uh, in spite of having so many shops. And those aren't franchises. Those are all owned by the yeah. company. Interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, and so business is booming for Van Leeuwen. Congratulations. Uh, but the Crushing question it. remains, is this Earl Grey ice cream any good? And that is what we must discuss today. Now is the time. Now is the time. This is the place. All right. That means we're almost ready for such a flavor of the day. But first, let's avoid getting brain freeze and take a little break. Cheerio, we're back, and now it's time for the main event. This week we tasted Van Leeuwen's Earl Grey ice cream. Before we give our personal reviews, we always read the company's take on their product, or as we like to call it, the ice cream dream. Nothing makes us happier than this Earl Grey tea ice cream. <laughs> Hand-harvested rishi tea leaves from the tea tree forest in the Yunnan province of China. A little bergamot citrus, your mouth. Teamwork! Teamwork. Wow. Teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> so as I recall, the marketing copy on the cookies and cream ice cream also mm -hmm. started with nothing makes us happier. Yeah. The second I saw nothing makes us happier. It's like, wait, Earl Grey tea. You're going to yeah. say nothing <laughs> makes you happier. Earl Grey tea ice cream. Clearly a niche ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I sense a little bit of that's just how they intro these things. Yeah. I guess that's like their, their, uh, copy convention or something they which like i, I yeah uh-huh it looks like okay and the peanut butter brown i just clicked on a different one <laughs> peanut butter brownie honeycomb and nothing makes us happier than mm. this so there you yes, go it's literally how they start everyone so I'll, I'll give i'll give them that if that's their, their thing and that's that's cute i like that it's nothing makes us happier but they say it for everything it's, it's a good bit well i'll put it that way Okay, so how our review works is we each tried the ice cream and then independently scored it from one to five in taste, texture, creativity, and visual appeal. We'll each go over our personal scores, then average them together, and that'll give us our final score. Marcelo, kick it off. I shall. Um, I'm not a big tea drinker, and if I mm. do drink tea, it's typically like ginger. It's like mm -hmm. spicy ginger tea. That's my jam. I'll do some chamomile if I'm like feeling ill, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, uh, but even then actually I'll, I'll almost exclusively do spicy ginger. I'm not a big green tea fan either. So tea's just never been my thing. I'm definitely way more of a, a coffee person. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, which is to say the taste is very Earl Grey. I, I gotta mm -hmm. give it, it is a very distinctly Earl Grey taste. Um, there's no mistaking it if you've ever had it before, like this is it. And I thought, you know, again, like I said, my mom uh, drinks it and always mm -hmm. had it growing up. So I definitely knew the flavor, even if I wasn't drinking it very much from that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give them, I gave it a three because like splitting it in the middle because man, it really does hit that Earl Grey. There's nothing mm -hmm. else going on here. This is, there's not, we're so, I'm so used to doing all these crazy wacky ice creams or at least something that's like this and chocolate, you know, mm -hmm. uh, peanut butter and chocolates, simple stuff. So it's very interesting to just have a, we're just going for one flavor and that flavor is Earl Grey tea. And so personally don't like the taste mm -hmm. because I just don't like Earl Grey tea, generally speaking, but I can tell that this seems very accurate to the taste. So I gave it a three to kind of split the difference between my personal taste and the fact that they really did, I think, hit it mm -hmm. like dead on mm -hmm. uh, as far as taste goes. Uh, for texture, I gave it a four. Van Leeuwen usually does a really good job with their ice cream. It's got really good natural ingredients in it. Mm -hmm. um, not a lot of gums or flavorings or anything like that. It's, it's, they really, they like steeped it and, you know, 
did all the things you want them to be doing to make this be a natural ice cream. So yeah, I gave it a I gave it a four for for texture because it was really smooth. Um, there's no there's no um, additions to it, so I can't mm -hmm. quite give it a five because it would have been nice to have some like texture differences in there. Mm -hmm. but, hey, I mean, they, I don't know what you would add to Earl Grey ice cream yeah. as an inclusion, you know, um, that wouldn't kind of mess with it. But I don't know, like lemon peel or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's what I was thinking, like a candied lemon peel or something like that. Yeah, that'd really take it to the next the next level. Mm -hmm. um, for cre creativity, I, I got to give it a four. Like it's mm -hmm. not it is it's not like there's so much going on here. But at the same time, they, they uh, it's a niche thing and they set out to do it. And that's all they were trying to do. And they, mm -hmm. I think, nailed it again. I, I wish I had more familiarity with Earl Grey to be like, Oh, this is a really good Earl Grey taster. Mm -hmm. This does sa satisfy that Earl Grey itch. But creatively speaking, yeah, I think they 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 nailed it. Um, a simple thing done right is always mm -hmm. going to get brownie points uh, from me. Not that there's any brownie in there. <laughs> um, and then finally, visual appeal. I gave it a three. You open it up, and yeah, it's again. There's no inclusions in here, so it is, <laughs> it is one flat color. It's yeah. like a like a gray because you know it's it's tea. It looks mm -hmm. and again, it, it is very. It evokes that tea flavor or color. There's something about it that definitely feels like oh yeah, I can. This seems right that it's mm -hmm. this kind of light gray color, and it's not unappealing. It's not like a a bad color. It, it just isn't anything particularly remarkable. Um, so I gave it a three. Uh, for not being great, but not being bad. And um, so with a three, a four, a four, and a three, I got a total score of 3.4. And so, yeah, I mean, it, after all is said and done, I'm just not a big tea fan. So mm -hmm. better than the three because they really did a good job, but just not mm -hmm. my thing. What'd you think? Okay, so I am a tea fan. Mm -hmm. uh, I certainly drink my fair share of coffee, but I, I also enjoy a pot of tea from time to time. And I do like Earl Grey. Uh, usually with a little milk and sugar in it. So, you know, this uh, ice cream, like you said, it it hits that flavor. Yeah. The taste of Earl Grey tea with milk and sugar. Boom. That's it. It's in the bowl, baby. Yeah. That being said, I found it to be pretty heavy on the citrus notes. Mm. Um, I was certainly getting plenty of that black tea uh, slightly herbal and slightly bitter flavor, but it had yeah. a lot of citrus balancing that out. Ultimately, I didn't really like it. I yeah, guess. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I, it was, it was, they did it, but like, yeah. okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave it a three for taste mm -hmm. because they did nail it, but I didn't really like it. Yeah. For texture, I gave it a five because. Mm -hmm. They really did nail that perfectly smooth, creamy texture yeah. that you expect from ice cream. No, there weren't any inclusions in it, but we knew that. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't ding it. I have to judge it based on its own merits. Nobody and, says uh, it has to have right. that in there. Right. Like you're saying, I, I do think that there are some nice things that could be added to it. Um, my my impression from it is is it seems like a component for a plated dessert, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. And ooh. now you're gonna pair this with an almond cake mm -hmm. and a raspberry sauce and a little chantilly cream, and that's beautiful. But yeah. 
by it itself it just is it's it's honestly like overwhelming and underwhelming (laughs) (laughs) no it's true it's such a strong one note and Mm -hmm. but that's it so that one note is very strong and then there's nothing else after it so it's strong in that respect and then weak uh, in the other respect yeah it's just calling out to be paired with something yeah as a as a note as a part of a larger dish i agree it would be fantastic all that all that being said i guess i'm still talking about texture and the the texture Mm. itself was a five for me so great job texture creativity i gave it a three um you know i got the impression from that tea blog that back in 2010 when they started doing this there weren't that many tea flavored ice creams yeah and speaking of the tea blog i'm gonna put all of those links and everything in the show notes as usual friends uh so you can take a look for yourself but yeah so like good job you you did something that other people weren't doing yeah but you could have taken it to the next level with an inclusion Mm. something to make this sing a little bit more on its own yeah and for visual appeal i gave it a three because i kind of liked that color the it it was almost like a grayish yeah i know yes great (laughs) grayish is exactly how i would put it yeah, it was it was gray but beige, mm-hmm. which is what you would expect a, a cup of Earl Grey tea with milk in it to look like. So yeah. you know, yeah. it wasn't attractive, but, but it, it was, wasn't, wasn't unappealing either. Right, it wasn't unappealing. It was it was a a three. <laughs> <laughs> so with a three, a five, a three, and a three, this gets a three point six from me. Yeah, there you go. And when we add our scores together, our average is 3.5. There you have it. I'd say that's a a generous 3.5. Yeah. Yeah, that that feels about right. I mean, I'm looking up at our uh, Reese's score, Mm -hmm. which I think that we would both agree that this ice cream is a better product. Yes. Yeah. This tastes like a delicious well-made natural product yeah versus the reese's which tasted like a mass-produced yeah, like very artificial yeah magic, like designed in a lab to be mm-hmm. delicious but yeah. gosh darn it <laughs> well it's funny you mentioned that because i was looking at i was doing the same thing i was mm-hmm. looking at the i was looking at my score and it was also a 3.4 i gave both mm-hmm. of these a 3.4 like for the opposite reasons essentially mm-hmm. van Leeuwen, the earl gray was a incredibly well-made ice cream that i didn't like the flavor of and mm-hmm. reese's was a i liked the flavor but it was poorly made so it was exactly the flop of each other yeah i i don't know how to feel about this <laughs> <laughs> i feel a little bit manipulated by uh the food scientists into uh giving reese's a better score than it deserves yeah um when the Van Leeuwen is obviously a, a more high quality product, but I my yummy sensors just weren't set off as much. Well, so, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's there's different things that make a thing, you know, work or not work for a person as this is all subjective. Like it, yeah. this has to be subjective. We are not giving a objective yeah. statement about every ice cream. We're just doing them one by one. This one works for this. And again, we're breaking it down. The reasons it's good, you know, breaking this it down. one, this got higher scores than the other one did in the places that might matter more, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. except for the taste and the taste is just such a it's such a niche like a niche is only is going yeah. to be a niche flavor ultimately mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how well you make it but that will bring us to our next segment <laughs> and it's called the wheel of toppings caroline spin that wheel okay i have spun the wheel and I am kind of excited about what I got. Mm. It's Nilla wafers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, listen, I love a Nilla wafer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the sense that I never eat them. Um, no. But when I do, who boy, I, I do enjoy a Nilla. And I think some Nilla wafers crumbled on top of the mm -hmm. Earl Grey. It would give us that little like, balancing note of butter and sweetness and the crunch I think it would be really good yeah I agree yeah I mean I, I feel like any British person would probably clutch their pearls for saying <laughs> this but I think it, and it feels like classically British like you've got some biscuits on the side yeah. sort of thing to go with the, it just feels like a, a traditional way to have it I don't know I'm mm -hmm. sure that's not true but it, it, it evokes that somehow it's like a riff on it I will say that the wheel was very, very close to going over into the section for candied bacon. So I think that we, uh, I think we lucked out here. What are you talking about? We would have veered into English breakfast territory then. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Before we get to the last bite and reveal next episode's flavor, here's your friendly reminder to please rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform it really helps other people find the show when you review us on apple Podcasts, spotify blah 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 shmackety shmackety blah 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 shmackety shmackety i i'm gonna interrupt you there to mm -hmm. say though i'm i'm gonna steal a line from a podcast that i like you must okay. remember this what they say at the end of the of every episode is if you like this podcast tell anyone you can any way that you can and that's just any, anywhere that you can any <laughs> so just like do it tell them but one mm -hmm. helpful important way you can do that is by leaving a review and rating us five stars thank you we love you and we'd also love to hear your suggestions on what flavor to try next Please DM us on Instagram at Sunday Funday Podcast or email us at Sunday Funday Podcast at gmail.com. That's Sunday with an E and Funday with a Y. And why don't we go ahead and reveal next episode's flavor? So, in our next episode, we are going to be joined by a special guest, which is mm -hmm. very exciting. It's somebody mm -hmm. whose uh, name came up in a recent episode. So, uh, Reese is himself. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not at that level yet with Reese's. Uh, but we are going to be tasting Milk Bar mm. Cornflake Chocolate Chip Marshmallow Ice Cream. So yeah, get ready for Thanksgiving, y'all, because the, the marshmallows are coming to town. And this is very much going to be a uh, Thanksgiving conversation kind mm. of thing where there's it's a controversial flavor and people mm -hmm. have opinions and you're going to hear them. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah, and well, so I'll say this about me and my guest. We definitely both have opinions about Milk Bar. So, uh, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> All right, that'll put the cherry on top for today. As ever, I'm Marcelo. And I'm Carolyn. Reminding you to always live life a la mode. Bye. Bye.